Hello everybody, once again, welcome to another episode of Wealth, Career and Relationships. As promised, today I have a special guest. We'll be talking about doing what you love, part two. Last week we did talk about doing what you love within the same industry, but I just wanted to spice it up this week and just do something a little different. So we're going to talk about switching careers altogether. I have a very good friend of ours uh, and we're going to learn a lot from her today. Her name is Amy Maraisani. She'll tell us a little bit about what she does, how she decided to get into that career. And really, she's really inspirational with all the stuff she did, but I don't want to take up too much time. And I'm just going to introduce her so that she can tell us about a little bit about herself. Hey there, Amy. Hey. How's it going? It's good. I'm really excited to be on your show. Yeah, I'm excited to have you. And thank you for taking the time out. Yeah, definitely. Awesome. Yeah, so you can just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and more specifically your career journey. So we just kind of want to know what you do now and what you used to do before you switched. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Well, right now I'm a software engineer, so I build code. Um, We make custom web applications for different companies um, from startups to bigger businesses like Delta um, we have worked with and but this was a very long um, way from where I started so I got my bachelor's degree in music actually in music therapy and then after doing an internship I realized that that wasn't really where I wanted to go with my career So after that, I did several different jobs that all kind of related to working with people um, in various roles. And then uh, about a year and a half ago, I started learning how to code and eventually got the job that I have now. Oh, that's cool. That is definitely quite a career change. That's for sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I think the good thing is for you, uh, you you realize quite early that, you know what, the, the, the career journey you started with wasn't the right thing. Uh, if you don't mind, what sort of things would you say made you realize that, you know what, this might not be for me? Because I know a lot of listeners who are still kind of figuring out uh, what do I want to do, but first you have to know what you don't want to do, right? Mm-hmm, that's true. I think it's really good to be open to trying like many different things if you can, especially like you say, if you're lucky to be still younger or you don't have, you know, um, as many responsibilities or certain barriers to try new things. Um, but for me, I realized that, uh, you know, at a certain point that there wasn't really any more opportunities for me to grow in certain jobs that I had, either like in terms of learning new skills and in terms of being able to earn more. I was kind of, there wasn't really anywhere to go. And I really felt that I was capable of doing more and achieving more, um, as well as making more money um, within my life. So that those are really the main things that motivated me to make a change. That's very good. And it's good that you mentioned money because most people don't really want to go the, the money route. But honestly, we do need money and it's good to yeah. make a lot of money, right? Yeah. Yeah, the trick is I mean, doing you don't want to be stuck. In, yeah. Well, exactly. You don't want to be stuck doing something that you don't like, right? Mm-hmm. Well, without a doubt. And when you, once you decided to see that, you know what, there's no much growth in what I'm doing, what made you decide to actually change to do specifically to doing coding and software development? Like what, what about that felt intrigued you? Well, I have to give uh, my husband some credit actually for suggesting the idea to me because I didn't really know that much about um, software. 
um, but he suggested it to me a couple of times and actually I had a friend too who uh, was in, went to my high school, a good friend that had also done a career change into tech. And honestly, knowing that there was, and she's a woman as well, so knowing that she did it also was something that was really inspiring to me um, and made me know that it's a possibility. And then as I started learning more and more uh, in that area, I just realized that, hey, like this is something that it makes sense to me. And uh, I can see myself really enjoying it. So that's what made me want to keep learning more. Oh, that's really cool. And besides tech, did you have other career opportunities that you were like, you know what, maybe I should try this and that. Or once they suggested tech and you tried it out, you were like, this is the thing for me. Um, well, to be honest, I mean, I really like working with people and I, that's one thing that I like about um, engineering. At first, I was a little hesitant because, you know, the stereotype of working in tech is like, you know, a, a guy usually like in a dirty basement coding in the dark, like by oh, yeah. himself, you know, <laughs> that is so <laughs> hasn't true. showered in a week, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> but unfortunately, fortunately, that is actually a, like an old fashioned stereotype that's really not true and um, as I got more and more into it I realized that there's actually a lot of collaboration and you have to work on a team of software engineers so you're solving problems like together there's always someone to ask and um, usually you need like when you for instance when you uh, write code somebody else has to look at your code and give you feedback so you can see just from that that you know you have to have people skills like these days you know to work in tech and um so that's one thing that i like about it too and has made me want to keep doing it and that is so true also because it's 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 one thing to go with the stereotypes but it's another thing to actually <laughs> get into it and mm-hmm. get to learn what do people actually do because like you said stereotypes you just know the nerdy guy who works in the basement <laughs> like you said <laughs> yeah but, but you it's it's about actually getting past the stereotype but to do that you have to do to dive a little bit deeper into right. the career itself right yeah so that, I'm sure that's, that's really important mm-hmm. yeah no, that, that's awesome. And you, you mentioned something interesting as well that uh, another thing was, oh, it's mainly a guy thing or used to be a guy thing. So uh, that kind of brings me back to the, my next question of some of the biggest challenges you have had to overcome, right, in making the career switch. And, and the challenges have to be twofold. First, within yourself, because music and tech, totally different mm-hmm. things, both awesome, but totally different things. Uh, so <laughs> you, you, I just want you to kind of talk a little bit about the challenges you had to face within yourself, any doubts you had to go through, and also externally within the industry as you moved into tech. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, it always starts within yourself, right? Because first you have to believe that, you know, it's possible. Um, And so for me, one thing I did um, was I kept track of all of the hours that I spent and I would actually have a goal like each week of how many hours I wanted to spend coding. And then I would count that up and, um, then I could use that to kind of say, hey, you know, and because I didn't have, I don't have any type of degree, I didn't do any program even for um, computer science or software. So um, what I would say is I would, if I would meet people, I would say like, hey, I've been uh, coding for like 400 hours and, you know, I've done X, Y, and Z projects and you can look at them and, you know, um, so that's kind of one way that I justified to myself like made a story of like you know 
why I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but it's definitely, um, it's almost like an ongoing thing too of like continuing to learn and really just believing in yourself and um, just knowing that you do you do know exactly what you're talking about. And even people, it's been really interesting because some of my coworkers even who have been, who have the computer science degree and have been coding for 10 years, like this one guy, he said, we're all faking it. <laughs> <laughs> Fake it too. So that made me, yeah, that yeah. made me feel better. Like the thing is in this field and probably in many other fields, you're never going to know everything. Oh, totally. But you just have to know how to like approach problems and solve problems and you'll be, you'll be good. That so is so true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and also, I guess I, I, I wanted to kind of touch a little bit more on that in that, did you ever have doubts of what am I doing? Am I making the right career choice? Am I really going to be able to do this? Especially since you taught yourself how to code. It's not like <laughs> you went to school for this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just like, I kind of told myself, like, just don't look down, you know, like it's like when you're when you're thinking of a tightrope walker or something, like if you start looking down, of course you'll be flooded with many like thoughts and you'll start to, you know, once you start thinking too much usually about anything, like, you know, it can go downhill. But like for me, it was really important to try not to think too much. Like, you know, just like, have a goal execute on the plan and the little goals like each week and like try not to think about the big picture like too much of like oh who am I you know because you know those those thoughts don't really take you anywhere you know so um I mean I would say of course sometimes I will feel intimidated but I will just you know try to remember like hey I've been working on this and um you know especially when you're meeting people um, which is something that's really important to do when you're changing careers. Like, um, you still have something to bring to the table and it might be something different that that person that has some X, Y, Z degree doesn't have, you know, so you actually have unique experiences as a career changer that you're bringing, which is powerful. That is so true. And I, I like what you're saying, because once you start to pause and look down, that's when you're going to start yeah. having those doubts, right? It's like when you're climbing a mountain, yeah. you just want to keep climbing up, you don't want <laughs> I'm gonna fall. Right. <laughs> that, that is really yeah. good. And within the industry itself, once you kind of made it through, what have been some of the challenges that you have kind of faced so far? Have you seen, like, for example, is there a larger proportion of men versus women, as an example, or what are some of the challenges within the industry itself that you are still facing? Yeah. Um. I mean, I'm. I do work for a company that the. the a person in charge puts an emphasis on hiring women and that has actually made a big impact for me because um, I'm on my second project right now but my first project the team leader was a woman um, and she was maybe around my age even a little older but not too much so that was really inspiring because it made it made it like very normal that women would be leaders of technical teams, you know, and she's like very, very strong as well as an engineer. So that was good. Um, I definitely think like you have to prove yourself. I mean, as probably when you're, you know, going, getting started in any industry, like you do. And I remember the first two weeks I was on a job, I would wake up in the middle of the night sometimes with an idea about how to like write some code that had been tricky for me during the day. Like I would wake up and I would go and, you know, code for like an hour and then go back to sleep. And like, 
that. So I think you have to prove yourself at first mm -hmm. of like making with making the person feel good that they did choose to hire you out of other candidates. But at the same time, like don't stress yourself out too much because like you will continue to, you know, kind of earn your chops or whatever. Like you'll get better and better. So, I mean, you have to like, sometimes, you know, maybe don't ask this question that may sound super dumb without looking it up and trying to find the answer like first because so you don't get an initial reputation of like oh that person <laughs> well, you I, know. I, I thought there was they no don't know question, anything but, <laughs> but, <hey. laughs> but i mean like some things you know like just make sure you try first so that you don't look super dumb right at first <laughs> but it's not that bad you know i think it's with everything like you you know if it's a good fit too like there may be a cultures where it's just like well oh, this is a toxic working culture for anyone you know and they're really mean around here but like my company we have really really great um coworkers. like nobody who's a jerk really makes it in the door so you don't really have to worry um about that part of it which um has been really great for me as well yeah, that, that's that's really awesome. And again, talking about the market itself, you you do have to have those people skills. You do have to work in an environment you like. And I, I'm glad that you did you did find a company that you you really were like. You know what? This is seems like right. a good fit, and it has mm -hmm. some of the right things you're looking at. And then even though you did you were able to get a job, which is awesome, the market itself is changing so rapidly, and there's so much fierce competition going on out there, right? Mm -hmm. So how do you stay to kind of be like? How do you set yourself apart in today's competitive job market because especially as as the world is moving tech is really in the forefront of whatever we're doing now right yeah that's a really good point um for me so i mean as a career changer who doesn't didn't have like a really you know quote unquote strong resume whatsoever in tech um i what was really important for me was picking something to be like my thing that I got good at and that I would talk about or kind of market myself as like I am somebody who you can hire and I will do like this thing that's in demand and maybe not everybody in the world or everybody who just graduated from a program necessarily emphasizes in that. So I kind of marketed myself in that um, which for me is it's automated testing that you can write for your code um, so that it like checks your code basically every time that your code runs, um, not to get too into the detail of that, but just in general. Um, and then the other thing I would say is just, uh, developing relationships and connections in your field is really important because, you know, if you're sending your re resume over to a recruiter or in an online application, I mean, it's good to do those things. And there yeah. may be some cases where that's going to work for you. But if it's a really competitive industry, there's really no, 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 nothing that can compare with having a personal relationship, meeting someone, they really see like you're what you know, and you get to know them. Um, so for me, doing that was a huge part of my my job searching process, and it it's actually I think what got me what got me hired for sure was an individual that I met at a certain event. So, definitely a recommendation. 
Wow, that, that's awesome. And I, I like yeah. what you're saying that you definitely do have to have that personal touch. So during your job search, because again, you taught yourself coding, so you didn't really have that advantage of being like you went to school with these people, you already knew them from there. Mm-hmm. What are some of the platforms you were using to kind of network and be like, you know what, I want to put myself out there and show people what I can do? Yeah. Um, so for me, I... Well, I went on Twitter briefly, but to be honest, like, I'm just not really big on Twitter. So that was like, I mean, I, I tried it, you know, I put myself out there. Um, but the most things that I think I got more attraction for personally was I started uh, blogging about technical topics that I was learning about. Um, and that's a really big recommendation that I have for people who want to get into tech is um, writing about what you're learning or what you're doing because it just proves that you know what you're talking about and it gives you an online presence. So when somebody does go and, you know, look you up, there's something out there that they find that kind of validates, you know, who you are and what you what you do. Um, so I did that and then also just going to really as many events about the field um, as I possibly could. I would go like, sometimes I would go to like two events in a week. And I am lucky as well that I do live in a city where there's a lot going on in terms of tech events. Well, before coronavirus, obviously. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Which obviously now people don't always have that opportunity. But any opportunity that you do have, even if it's a virtual event, um, I would say take advantage of it. Because like I said, that is big part of how I got hired. <laughs> so yeah, it's good. No, that's awesome. And putting yourself out there is really important. It can be intimidating, but you know what, when you really want to get into that field, you do have to put yourself out there. And it's good that you found what works for you because uh, we are here all to learn from each other. And you mm-hmm. tried something else like social media, it didn't work, but you didn't give up. You were like, you know what, what mm-hmm. can work for me? What can I be more comfortable in and still showcase my skills, right? So that's really, really important. Right. Just keep trying different things until you find, you know, what's going to be your thing that works. Totally. And then in terms of you are in the field for a while now, what are some of the things that you really love about having made this career change from music into engineering and tech? Oh, yeah. Um, It's just such an exciting industry to be in because um, there's just so many different opportunities from, you know, lots of different companies to work for, working remotely, and then just the types of problems and that you get to solve and work on. So for me, when I go to work, it kind of feels like I'm solving puzzles all day a lot of the time. Yeah. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) And I mean, yeah, it's especially when you think of it that way, like, of course, sometimes there's like a deadline and pressure, but, um, you know, it's usually like, this is a very interesting, you know, challenge and I wonder how I can solve it. And Um, I like that, you know, I do work on a team, so it's not like um, there's no one around to, you know, bounce ideas off of and problem solve with as well. So that makes it really fun. Um, So, yeah, those are probably my favorite things. Okay, that's uh, that's pretty awesome. I think uh, the whole point is if we can find something something that you love doing and you're passionate about going to do every day, you're really going to give your best. And then Mm -hmm. even the company you work for, it's going to get the most out of you. So it's really, I think it goes back to finding your passion, something that you are really passionate about and something that you really love. Because then, like you're saying, you look at it as if you're going to solve a puzzle. You're not like, (laughs) I got to wake up, it's 9 a.m., I got to go to work. You know what I mean? You don't look at it like that way, right? So that's that's, that's really awesome. And 
I love that as well. And in terms of advice to our listeners, even if they don't want to go into tech because you did make a jump from a different career, what are some of the advice that you might want to give to them if they are considering uh, making a career change? Some might be hesitant because of comfortability or whatever the case may be. What would you uh, recommend and give them as advice? Oh, yeah, definitely just go for it. And um, just, you know, it only it's really important to make small continuous steps like you know for me I had like a weekly goal like I'm gonna um, work on what I want to do next for five hours or 10 hours in a week and just you know start out with that patience like hey it might take me you know almost a year or it might take a, a longer but I know that if I keep going slowly and slowly towards my goal like I will get there so definitely you know just keep at it stay focused um, and just really believe because it's definitely possible. Um, And then the other thing would be meeting as many people as you can just to really understand like in depth, you know, the industry and just keep building up your connections that you have so that once you are ready. um, And I mean, sometimes you may want to wait like a little bit to start networking until you kind of know that, you know, you know, you have maybe some skills if you need some basic skills to enter the field. But I mean, at the same time, it's really never too soon to start meeting people if you can and just um, putting yourself out there little by little. Yeah, that's awesome. But you, you're right. I, I like the point you're making that you do have at least want to get a little bit of skill because you don't right. want to go out there and embarrass yourself and be a complete idiot. Yeah, that's you right. <laughs> <laughs> you also try to avoid that because then yeah. like, first impressions last a lot, right? So you, right. you still do want to minimize that as well. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I really like the, the aspect of patience because I know sometimes uh, for, for most people, they start something and they're like, it's been six months, I haven't gotten anything yet. Maybe this wasn't the right career. But that necessarily isn't true. You just have to be patient with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's good when you have goals, maybe even someone who holds you accountable, because then mm-hmm. you can measure your success day by day. If you're like, you know what, within a month, I want to have achieved this and that. In that way, you are tracking yourself to know, am I making steps in the right direction, right? Yes, That is exactly. so good and so important. So true. Yeah, and, and it's good to keep an open mind, like you were saying as well, because there are so many careers out there. There isn't just the one. You you de- mm-hmm. you definitely have to keep an open mind. But once you find something that might be interesting, you have to at least stick with it for a little bit and see if you're making traction in that career, right? Right, and just embrace the fact that, yeah, it's probably going to be a little bit uncomfortable because it's, you know, it's going to be new and you're going to be like, putting yourself out there a little bit, you know, but it definitely gets more natural, like the more and more that you just keep um, going for it every day and just keep focused on it. Oh, totally. Exactly. Change is always hard, but you, you mm-hmm. change is inevitable. So you might as well embrace it, right? <laughs> that is right. so good. It's not yeah. as good as but really right. you have to step out of your comfort zone. So that is really, really good. Yeah, no, that's really been awesome. I really enjoyed like all the advice you've given us today but kind of before we let you go uh do you have maybe a website or social media with if our listeners may want to check out your work because there might be some people who might be interested in learning how to code some of the resources you might have used do you have something like that out there Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. So the main one I'll say is my blog, uh, which is on medium.com. Awesome. So you just go to medium.com and then there's a slash and then at Amy Marai which is all one word. Awesome. Uh, yeah. And I can also include that in my show notes for my listeners if they want to check that out, because I'm sure you'll definitely oh. enjoy doing that. 
yeah, that'd be great. That's awesome. Thank you so much. And thanks everybody for listening in. Don't forget to subscribe. And thanks, Amy. Enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you. You as well. Awesome. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.